0: Welcome back, welcome back. This is your girl Jessica Latoya Johnson, and I'm here again with another segment of Pretty Women Pray Too. My question for you, ladies, or all is Are you prepared for your blessing? Are you are you preparing yourself in preparation to what God has called you to? You know, a lot of times we don't know what we're doing, a lot of times we're just tearing in fitting in where we get in but but are you in preparation to your biggest blessing you know see god he came to give us an expected end uh, uh you know an, an expected end his thoughts for us are thoughts of peace and and not of evil but he wants to bring us to an expected end first of all what are you expecting from the lord and and, and a lot of times our expectation is so little my expectation is so little. I remember praying. I was staying um in a town home in in South City of St. Louis. And you know, I, I was happy because at first I was homeless, you know, staying in a shelter, you know, my living situation, you know, struggling really bad, you know, I always getting evicted because I'm young. I don't know what I'm doing. No one told me how to pay bills, you know. I I couldn't even understand no budget. So, you know, I'm struggling and um come up a little bit in my wisdom, and I begin to ask God for a home, you know, and everything in this home, I pray for, I'm like, Lord, I'm on a, a fence stand backyard, I'm on my own backyard, because at the time, I was staying, you know, in the townhome, it was a next door neighbor, we shared a backyard, and I'm talking about these people would just leave brick cans in the yard, trash in the yard, and I'm just like, Lord, I don't want to live like this, You know, so I'm praying, but, but even before I prayed, I think I was reading something in the Bible and on a little side notes, I was reading, it was, it it had to be somewhere in Genesis where God had built the, um, the women homes that, that took care of the little babies. He said he made them homes. And on a side note, I read that God, people dwell in nice neighborhood with good homes that right there i start rejoicing because i'm like god this is what i want that thing hit my spirit so what i'm like yes god this is what i want so i'm like never in a million years thought that i could be living in a home you know with a my own backyard fenced in with my own basement a fully furnished basement a core garage you know everybody with their own room you know all all this nice space you know i never thought that in a million years but I prayed, and I asked God for that, and I rejoiced, because because that word hit me, that, oh, his people, I'm his people, so I rejoiced, and I took on that that emotion, and next thing you know, it came to pass, I don't know how it came to pass, but it came to pass, so first of all, you have to begin, begin to be prepared for your blessing, and prayer is the first step of preparation. Them that come to God must first believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. You have to understand that your prayers are not in vain. You have to begin to pray according to his word. If he said it in the word, it's yours. You can have it. You cannot just be praying some old type of crazy stuff and expect God to do it go in the word get a scripture and bring it to God like God you said I can have it I want it I need it he's gonna he's gonna do it he will do it so in order to be prepared for the blessing you must have to you must first pray ask God a lot of times we're struggling because we're not asking God we're asking the wrong people we asking a job to bless us to be a millionaire. <laughs> now that's impossible. But to them who believe in God, all things should be possible. We're living in a in a in a time where nobody wants to pray. We're we're living in a time where people don't even believe that God is able to take them from faith to faith and from glory to glory. People don't even believe that God is able to supply all of their needs. People don't even believe that God is able to get their children off of a, a crack cocaine or heroin. People don't even believe that God is able to change them around to the point where they are unrecognizable. We are living in a place where people don't even want to seek the face of God. But the Bible tells us, Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness, then all things shall be added unto you. The reason we don't want to stop fornicating, because why? We don't believe that God will bless us with a husband. The reason we don't want to get off of of, um, that drug It's because we don't believe that God could bless us with peace or or, or, or with with, with a financial uh, uh, miracle. So we run to things that are hurting us instead of being in preparation for the blessing. So you have to understand that when you're preparing yourself for a blessing, you're going to struggle. And a lot of people don't want to struggle because they think struggle is equated with being cursed. They think that if you struggle, then you cannot be having favor of God. See, see, you have to understand that the struggle is going through the process of your blessing. So if you are struggling, that only means that you are on your way to your promise. That means that you are on your way to your blessing. But you have to understand that the struggle is necessary. We don't, we don't wanna suffer. We don't wanna struggle. We don't wanna, we don't wanna suffer long. We don't wanna go through the aches, the pains, and the woes. We don't wanna look ugly. We don't want nobody looking at us and, and saying, oh man, they over there struggling. They ain't got no hot water. She ain't got enough money to pay the light and the gas. Oh, now she on a bus standard repole the car. But you have to understand that struggling is an indication that you are on your way to the blessing. You have to understand that Elijah struggled. He didn't have nothing to eat, but God bought a raven, something through that raven to feed that man. You have to understand that God will provide even through the process, even through the struggle. See, without the struggle, you will not even have a relationship with God. See, you have to understand that there was a man in, in the Bible... His name was Jeshurun. And, and, and this man, it said that, that that he was 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 bitterly poor. Now, I may be poor, but the, the Bible said that this man was bitterly poor. He was so poor that, that he could feel it. You know, he was so poor that he felt it. Now, I don't feel my poorness. Why? Because God has um, sustained me to the place where I know who my help comes from. But this man was so poor that it said that God had pulled him out. I'm talking about this, this This man was the apple of God's eyes. See, see, you got to understand that you are the apple of God's eyes, and he is concerned about you. So when you're struggling, God concerned about you, and he's bringing you to an expected end. But in the Bible, it says that this man, he was bitterly poor by the name of Jeshurun, and, 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 and I'm talking about he was so poor. But he was the apple of God's eyes said God raised this man up and God blessed him. And then this man, it said he was so rich that he waxed fat. But then he began to kick God. He began to kick God. So sometimes uh, success cannot be instantaneously because you will begin to kick God because you have no experience with who God is. You have no experience. So so if God will bless you right now, you'll go to hell. If God will bless you right now, you 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 you'll mess up some stuff. If God will bless you right now. So God said that he he, that be loving above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prosper. See, see, we want prosperity, but we don't want our soul to prosper. We don't want our integrity to to, to be made whole. We don't want to stop that sinning. So how is God going to prosper you if your soul not prosper? So once your soul begins to prosper, your righteousness, your integrity, your obedience to God, once that begins to prosper, then your finances will begin to prosper. See, a lot of people are banking on their jobs to set them up. With a blessing, a lot of people are, are, are baking on other people to, to bless them when you need to be night and day trying to get a hold of God. Night and day serving God in spirit and truth. Night and day examining yourself to see if you're in the faith. Examining yourself to see is this person in my life right now, is this person of God? Because God is not going to bless an evil association. God cannot bless that person if they are not in the line of God. See, when you are blessed, you have to associate yourself with people who are blessed. That's why God told Abraham, "Get from amongst them, get from amongst your kinsmen, and out of your country." And I'ma show you. See, God wants to show you, but you're stuck. But but you're too. Um, entangled with the people of your past. You don't even want to move forward to your blessed because you so connected to Tyrone, and Tyrone snort heron every day, and, and you trying to trying to hold on to Tyrone when God said, "Get ye from amongst them and be separate." You trying to hold on to Keisha and Nene when Keisha and Nene is, is at the uh, at the pink slip turning up every day, and God telling you, "Get from among them and be ye separate," because God has destiny on your life, but you cannot move forward until you remove yourself from Keisha and they, they name I'm here to tell you, are you prepared for the blessing? Are you prepared for the blessing? See, a lot of people not going to be prepared because they so caught up in struggling. Struggling is not an indication that you are cursed. Struggling is an indication that you are on your way to the promised land. Everybody have to struggle before they get there. Oprah had the struggle. Um, Steve Harvey had the struggle. Tyler Perry had the struggle. Your favorite artist had the struggle, but they struggled and it came to pass. You're struggling, but are you struggling to the glory of God? Are you struggling to the point that your struggling is producing obedience in your life? It said that Christ, He suffered. He learned obedience by the things that he suffered. Or the things that you are dealing with is it teaching you obedience? Or, or, the, or the struggle that, that's, that you're um, uh, uh, um, going through? Is it teaching you how to love more? Is it teaching you how to love yourself? Is it teaching you how to be patient? Is it teaching you how to let go of everything that's toxic and grab a hold to God? That is what the struggle is there for, to teach you character, because without character, you will not never go to the promised land. You have to understand that Joseph had a dream and Joseph struggled from soon as God gave that boy their dream. Joseph struggled. He struggled so bad to It hurt. He struggled. He struggled. He struggled. I'm talking about his, his father gave him a coat, called him many colors, you know, and, and, and they envied him. They envied this boy, you know, because he had favor of the father. You have favor of the father. So yes, there are going to be people who's going to be envious of you. Your own family. Them be the main people who is envious of you, who is jealous, want to see you dead instead of seeing you win. I'm talking about Joseph had brothers who sold him into slavery. You'll have a family member who said, yeah, I'm going to support you. Yeah, I'm going to be with you. Yeah, I got your back. And then next thing you know, they, they, yeah, they got your back. All right. They turn you down. They're they're making making your name into an open open spectacle. They're, They're putting lies on your name. They're talking about every little flaw that you have. They're trying to kill you so other people won't see you the way that God has presented you to be. But this man had a dream. They said, oh, here comes this dreamer. They didn't want this boy to have their dream. They tried to kill him, but they didn't understand that even though they tried to kill him and, 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 and send him to, in slavery and sell him, that that dream still had him. That he didn't have the dream. The dream had him. So anytime God speaks something over your life, you don't have it. It has you. So no matter what which way you go, that dream is still there. I'm here to tell you that Joseph went to prison. That dream still had him. Joseph missed out on an opportunity. One one powerful wife lied. He had to go to prison. But even through all that, even through all the things that Joseph struggled with and struggled through, that dream had him to the point. He made it. That dream came to pass. So I'm here to tell you that no matter what you're going through, even the highs, the lows, that dream is coming to pass. That dream is coming to pass. Joseph had a dream and he went through hell. He struggled. He went even to jail. He went in all these different directions, but guess what? He didn't even give up. Why? Because that dream had him. God showed that boy that dream. What dreams do God have for you? What dream has God given you? What dream has God shown you? And if he has given you a dream, you have to know that even though you find yourself in a house or without electricity or you find yourself in a place where I didn't put an eviction notice on your door or you find yourself in a place where you can't even have hot water, you got to boil up the water, you got you to gotta make meals out of nothing. You got to cook a big turkey because you couldn't cook it on Thanksgiving. Now you got to cook it on a day that ain't even a Thanksgiving day. Even though you find yourself in some unorthodox situations. uh, Even though God has given you a dream to become a millionaire. And you find yourself uh, scraping uh, up the pennies and the coins in the bottom of your purse. uh, After you pay the bill. Even though you find yourself in these situations. uh, Know that that dream is coming to pass. uh, Know that that dream has you you don't have it know that everything that God said that it shall be because God is not a man that he shall lie so you have to understand that are you prepared for your blessing and and how are you preparing yourself for your blessing because I'm here to tell you the Holy Ghost is going to do the internal work You don't got to worry about that. The Holy Ghost is going to do his point. You have to yield yourself to the Holy Spirit. I'm talking about you have to yield yourself. When God shut doors, shut them. Don't try to go knocking back on that door when Tim or John leave and you trying to run up after them. If God shut that door, keep that door closed. Go through it. Go through the process. This may be a lonely place, but it's lonely for a reason because before you go through to the promised land, you have to be isolated. Before God went to the garden, before God went to um the cross, Jesus went to the cross, uh, he had to first isolate himself. And he prayed and he prayed and he, he told God, you know, let this cup pass over me, but nevertheless uh, my will be done, but your will be done. So sometimes uh, we have to isolate ourselves to pray and ask God, Lord, help me. Why am I going through this? But it's all working out for your good. It's all working out for your good. You gotta understand that. That that, that you have to pray. You have to pray. You have to pray and seek the face of God for your life, for your will. For His will. We are not only here to just do a job. But we are here to serve the Most High God. But are you prepared to serve him? You know, in a struggle is where you prepare yourself. In the struggle is where you prepare yourself. In the struggle, it's where you are being reconstructed to who God has created you to be. In the struggle, it is where you're learning how to love the most and love the deepest, but it hurt the most and hurt the deepest. Have you ever loved somebody who just stabbed you in your back? Have you ever loved somebody who just kicked you and spit on you and you tried to uplift this person, but they destroyed you? They destroyed your emotions. They stole from you. They lied to you. They've they been deceitful in all of those emotions. But even in those emotions, that is where you find the will of God in your life. It is it, in the ugliest places where you find the, the, the most precious stones. It is, the, it, it, it is in the ugliest pa- places is where you find the most virtuous character. Because if you was born rich, you're going to die. A lot of times when you're born into riches, you don't even know, understand how to be a giver. You don't understand how to love. You don't understand none of these things. So, so it is good that you were born into poverty. It was good that you was born into poverty. It was good that your mom did that to you. It was good because it's all working out for your good, and God is about to give you double for your trouble. But are you prepared for your blessing? If you, I know, I know, we deep into this um segment, but but if you wanna have a title for this, have you changed? The title would be Have you changed your garment? Have you changed your garments? Are you beginning to look like who God said you are? Are you beginning to look like that pretty woman on the cover of that book? Are you beginning to look like a, that, that entrepreneur? Are you beginning to look like that millionaire? Are you beginning to look like that lady who just buried a prince or a king? Are you looking like who God has called you to be? If not, then what are you waiting for? If not, you need to get in preparation. If not, you better go do your hair, comb your hair, put on your clothes because I am here to tell you that God is getting ready to come and get his people and take them to a place of abundance. See, a lot of times we we, want to believe that we got to wait till we die to get to the things of heaven. But God said, let his kingdom come. Let it be done in earth as well as it is in heaven. So you have to understand that God is about to take you to a place here on earth He's about to transform you To the person that he had created you To be to the person who he has Predestinated you to be before the Very foundation of this world You have to understand that you have to Change your external Because he has already Changed and purified you on The inside he has already Delivered you from fornication he has Already delivered you from alcoholism He has already delivered you from Addiction from the crack cocaine or from the herod or from the expir or from the perversion he has already delivered you from homosexuality now it is a time to rejoice because your great your ladder shall be greater than the former Mm. your ladder shall be greater than the former Mm. this is your inheritance You have to understand that the latter end shall be greater than the former. So whatever it was before then, whatever it was, you were living in poverty, now you're about to live in riches. You have to understand that it's a transfer. Your inheritance is going to be presented to you. But have you made yourself ready? Who do you look like? First of all, what are you wearing? And I'm not telling you you gotta go out here and buy all these designer clothes, but you have to be ready and you have to be suited, uh, fit for a king to come and receive you, so you can get your inheritance. Uh, this message may have probably went over your head, but I'm here to tell you, if, if you're going to the beach, then dress like you're about to go to the beach. Uh, but if you're gonna become a millionaire, you better be dressed like uh, you're gonna become a millionaire. If you're a police officer, you're gonna dress like a police officer. But if you are a millionaire, if you are a child of the king, then you need to dress like you are a child of a king. You don't have to wear rags. Your heart don't have to become all over your head. You don't have to wear clothes of rags. You could be sitting up looking like you're royalty because you are royalty. And yes, your appearance count because you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And even though God said that Solomon was not even clothed as the, as the lilies of the field and as the sparrows, but I'm here to tell you that God is clothing you differently. Why? Because the latter shall be greater than the former. You used to dress like that. Now you dress like this. It has to be a change. It has to be a turnaround. I'm here to tell you that when, when, when Ruth, before Ruth began to even get blessed, Naomi told her, wash your face and change your garments. It has to be a change a metamorphosis, not only on the inside, but as well as the outside, too. Are you prepared for your blessing. You must change. Your, 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 your garments. If you want. To be successful. You must change your garments. An entrepreneur is not dressed up. In, 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 in prison clothes. A prisoner is dressed up in prison clothes. A multi-millionaire is not dressed up. In, 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 in McDonald's In McDonald clothes. So, however you dress is an indication of who you are and who you want to be. It is very important that you dress according to your purpose. Why? So you can begin to attract the experiences that you want to experience. You you keep dressing like you're poor, you're going to attract poor people. You dress like you're rich and you dress like you got some class, you're going to attract classy things. If you, if you, if you want to hang and, and date poor men, you going uh, to, that, that's on you. That's something you want to do. Dress like you want to attract whatever it is in your life. Dress as it is a magnet to your purpose. Because however you dress, that is what you're going to attract. If you dress like a harlot, you're going to attract the pimp. If you're it if like a, a, a Muslim, you're going to attract somebody who's going to try to to, to, to um, torment you and be with male oppression. So whatever you dress like, that is what you're going to attract, okay? So if you're dressing like a stripper, hey, you're dressing like a hoochie baba, hey. You're dressing like a stud, then, hey, you're going to attract a lesbian. It's very, it's very very important to dress for what you want to attract in your life. You have to understand that it is impossible to stay in a place too long when you're dressed for where you're going. So if you're in poverty and you begin to dress like you're rich, guess what? That poverty got to unhand you because you don't belong there. You don't belong there. You gotta understand that people who dress like they're going to the beach is on their way to the beach. So my advice for you is to change your garments. It's very important that you change your garments. You know, I struggled for a long time, and and that's why I end up attracting poverty into my life because I I didn't I didn't care. You know. I was struggling too bad. I ain't wanna. Put, why would I put on nice clothes in this struggling environment? But God had gave me a revelation that once you begin to dress like who I told you you are, then you're going to be on your way. Oprah ain't dressing like she in a hood, um, hanging with Keisha and Lori. Oprah dressing like Oprah. You need to dress like who God told you you are. Steve Harvey is dressing like Steve Harvey. You need to dress your best. You need to dress your best. You need, to, you need to understand that. Before you get to the promised land, you may look the mess. But now you're on your very way. It's time to change your garments Before you can go across, before you could go Above, Before you can go beyond, you must change the way you see yourself. And changing the way you see yourself requires you to change your outer appearance. A lot of people don't believe that they must change their outer appearance. But changing your outer appearance is a implication that you're changed on the inside and 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 that's how the enemy does see the enemy he is a, a a angel of light he transformed you know what i'm saying he he transformed himself into an angel of light which is a lie but he's using the same tactics so we need to be harmless as a harmless as a dove but wise as a serpent we need to be wiser than him see if he's going to change transform himself into an angel of light and that's how people believe that he's an angel of light so we need to transform ourselves into who God said we are, so we could be presented with those opportunities. It ain't about faking it until you're making it, it's about becoming who God said you are. Just because you're wearing nice clothes, you still may be struggling, you still may, you, you, all of that. But guess what? You're gonna come out that struggle because God had told you to change your garments. And, and if you struggle, you don't like how you're looking in the mirror. You don't. You you don't. You tired of being in that same place? Change your garments. You you tired of being a CNA? Take off the scrubs and, and go put on some you wanna be, and go apply for the job. Do what you need to do, or you prepare for the blessing. Whatever it is that you need to do, do it. Change yourself. God has already changed your internal, and you gotta change your out, your external. Out with the old, in with the new, basically. So if you believe that God is blessing you, if you believe that God is calling you to do major things in your life, you first have to have a good wardrobe. You have to represent who God has called you to be. Ain't nobody on stage preaching or helping women with hoochie mama clothes on. So you you have to change yourself. You have to create yourself, you know what I'm saying recreate yourself who who is it that God said you what what do you like? How do you like your heart? you know look at some famous people start to get you know start to get get excited about who you're going to become because God had already created you on the inside you're you're fearfully and marvelously created, but you know it, it starts with you, you know God loves you and I just want you to be blessed, you know, prepare for your blessing. You know, you are who God said you are and God wants to bless you, but you must be prepared. You must be ready for the blessing. You can't, you can't go on the other side wearing, wearing grave clothes or, or clothes of, of torment. You have to be prepared. You don't, you can't work wrinkled clothes on the other side. So, start getting yourself together right now. Start caring about your external appearance. Start caring about how you look in the mirror. But until next time, remember, God loves you. He cares about your appearance and pretty women pray too. Love you. Bye.